following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I am joined here with my everyday co-host, Taylor Sekaturski, and the superfan, the man, the myth, the legend, the Weepskies. Weepskies! What's up, buddy? How we doing? Adam Weeper. Oh, God, it is... It is good to have you, man. You <laughs> blow up our spot every chance you get. You follow everything you we do. <laughs> commented on every movie matchup we had in our movie our movie thing. My man's got thoughts about soccer kits and clubs, and he is here with us today. I'm inside, man. I mean, I got nowhere to go. You know, first time, <laughs> yep. first time caller, long time listener. You know what I mean? Um, you uh, you did technically make an appearance on a video episode after a Bills game when uh, Taylor FaceTimed you once, but outside of that, it is long true. Time, oh, I don't long know. time, first time for I sure. I forgot about that. That was a good time. I uh, uh, I, I love I do love how you guys call me uh, super fan though. Um, I mean, the well, you're the fan. only fan we have. Well, let me tell you something. It's funny because I really don't even care about your sports chats that you boys put together. I just miss the sounds of your voices. To be honest with you, you know. That's what happens when a good friend's move, good friend moves. Everybody, they miss yeah. you. They listen to you talk. <laughs> it rocked me to sleep. <laughs> Adam, is anyone in there? Sounds the like watching a bad episode of Jimmy Fallon right now. It sure sounds it. that way, doesn't it? At least also, John, I wanted uh, to comment on your mic as well. That professional microphone you bought is top notch. You sound money, dude. I love this thing. This is yeah, the I, best. This is the best deal I found on Amazon while I was quarantined. I'm jealous. I'm gonna have to get one. I think because you sound mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's good stuff. So I'm on uh, my Call of Duty mic right now. So if anyone wants to play that and kick my ass, hit me up. Are we uh, are we taking a break from the chill? Is that a thing? No, no, no. I think we're just comboing now. You know, like it's a oh, half and little, half type of thing. Little 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 fifty fifty. The the Arnold yeah. Palmer of video games, if you will. Yeah, you see which one pisses you off first and move on. All right. So uh, we got some news going on here. We've uh, we are no longer on anchor. And if you heard the bump at the start of the episode, which these two haven't heard yet. Uh, We have joined the BICBP radio network. Uh, It is a group of guys that different podcasts. I believe there's uh, 16, 18, 20, 40. I don't know. There's a ton of podcasts on the page. Um, All of our social media has the link up. You guys can go check that out. Big shout out to those guys for taking us in, helping us out. And if you've noticed on Facebook, we've been doing a collaboration with the Two Point Conversation and Matt Johnson about the greatest sports jerseys ever made. And those things are going off, and I love it. Um, those All of those polls have already blown most of our movie polls out of the water, and those were across three different um, social media mediums. So that's always fun. You'll notice that once again, oh, go ahead. Somebody's going to say something. Yeah, I thought about it. I just wanted to comment how well the Jersey uh, Jersey battle was going, and it was, I mean, top-notch to get put together in the first place, so it was a, a great idea, and I uh, I enjoy every second of it. It's it's fun when every pick is hard right from the get-go. I'm not sure there's a ton of guarantees in that uh, that bracket there. Yeah, and I, yeah. I want to say the last bracket that we ran, it's, it's almost like we pitted, like, some cult classics against one another and it hey, seemed super like fan. calm yeah. down with the we all right super <laughs> fan Listen. i was consulted i was consulted <laughs> multiple times that is true sir that is true there were a lot of conversations that went on see we value your opinion i try man we appreciate you so uh weepskies i see you got the uh you got your detroit jersey behind you there yeah. Better than that. Uh, better than that advertising 
shirt you had earlier. The soccer jersey, or the kit. The I, I thought I thought it's a kit. It's a kit. What's the difference between the medical kit? It's the first aid kit. What's the difference between a jersey and a kit? Is a kit well, the entire outfit and a jersey is just a shirt? Boys, I didn't know this was going to be a roast. I thought we were doing a little. Uh, we no, the little... people. Wait, need wait. To know. I think I can answer this. I think I can answer this. I think a kit and a jersey is kind of the same as like a playing field and a pitch, like a field and a pitch. You know, in soccer, they don't call it grass. It's a pitch. That part. Oh. Oh, all right. So that's just what they call their jerseys. They might as well make it all weird. Well, you know what? You got to stand out somehow. I hate you guys. <laughs> Love you, buddy. So you'll notice once again we are uh, Matt Taylorless, but uh, that is Matt. Matt's got some stuff going on. So on top yeah, of he's busy, no wonder how he lost so much weight. He wouldn't talk to us. Yeah. So my man won the weight loss challenge. Um, you know, pretty handily. He did a great job. If you haven't seen his transformation. Go check that out. Uh, me he did do very well. Me and Taylor got slightly lost in the shuffle of the craziness of the world, and Matt said, fuck that. I'm not getting lost in shit. I'm losing weight. And he did. Yeah, he sure did. And uh, it, I, To be fair, we all lost weight, we just not as much as Matt, we but did. we did all lose weight. Which was the point. Um, he's also been working on a live stream for the, I believe it's on Mixer or Twitch or whatever, uh, his stream is on Mixer. It is Big Bid Bad Big Bad Wolf thirteen, and I believe the game he plays is Apex. If any of you video game nerds hear this and want to check that out, my man's got some cool stuff going on there. And uh, I've heard it's going well for yeah, him so it, far. Yeah, I mean, well enough that he doesn't want to hang out with us anymore. True. I just saw the uh, gaming chair to polish off his gaming room. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. It's uh, it looks like a race car seat. It's awesome. I can't afford that crap. I don't know who he's working for, but it is good. I've seen some of those ads in my uh, in my social media feed. <laughs> yeah, the sucker's born every five minutes, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I saw the prices on something of it, and I was just like, "There's absolutely no way I can see myself wanting to put this in the room." It's crazy. He he it's... bought the monitor, the desk, uh, the mic arm that I can see in front of Jaws's face, and then that chair. I mean, that's a big remodel. He said he got it for a deal, but I don't know about you. I got stuff to do. Don't let, don't let your dreams be dreams, man. Get that chair. <laughs> don't just talk about it. Be about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I know exactly what you mean. So the uh, hitting the ground running with the topic of conversation, thank God sports seem to be on their way home. They're coming back. We're not just talking about Korean baseball here. We are here to talk about the proposed idea to get back to the NHL and playoff hockey. I love playoff hockey. I know Taylor loves playoff hockey. Weepskis loves hockey as a whole. Um, Weeps, I'm going to let you... Uh, first off, what are your opinions on the way they decided to get back into this with just end of regular season, we're going to playoffs, let's go? I mean, how else would you approach it? Uh, I mean, if you look at the facts, I mean, the hockey season started October 9th. Um, it went all the way until um, the 11th of March, I believe. Uh, this, the morning skate of the 12th is when they canceled the season. We effectively found out, you know, with the COVID situation that was sweeping through. Um, if we would have played it. Ronad. Yeah. If we would have played through, the season would have gone all the way to April 4th. So we had about, not a full month, but, you know, several weeks more of hockey. Could have painted a very, very different um, picture for the playoff. I mean, you had multiple scenarios that were going on. Um, in addition to that, not all the teams at the cutoff had the same amount of wins and losses. So how are you going to calculate, you know what I mean, some of the some of the stats and, and moving some of the teams forward? So I agree with it, you know, moving it to this 
Um, this expanded format where you have a round robin, um, you know, and, and you're giving more of an opportunity for some of the teams. And, you know, of course, if I'm agreeing with it and they remove the bottom, I think it's seven or eight teams. Uh, uh, so, seven. Yeah. So that's both my teams. That's, yeah, just a couple of us. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my Sabres and the Red Wings. So neither one of my teams are in the playoffs. So, but I still agree with it though. I think they, uh, I think they, they're making the right move and, you know, Gary Bettman, uh, on an interview the other day, you know, said that they're uh, they're going to limit the amount of individuals that are traveling with the team. Uh, I think they're limited to 50 personnel, you know, outside of the players uh, that they consider essential. And when the games are in operation, I guess there's going to be even less than that's going to be physically allowed, um, you know, in the uh, in the game. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how it plays out. But obviously, the name of the game is. Um, First off, practicality. I mean, it needs to make sense. Uh, I know some people, when this just happened, they were saying, what are we going to do? Are we going to call the season and say whoever was in first place wins? Because that would have been, I think, the Bruins. And that's a no-go for me. So, Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't have agreed with that whatsoever. I would have rather put... I would have rather not had a winner for the year than just slapping a title on somebody for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that, uh, that right there would have kind of that would have been a slap in the face to the prestige that is the Stanley cup. Like how many, you know, how many teams do, how many times do we see that the, the president's cup team doesn't fare well in the playoffs, you know, look at the the Washington capitals. Perfect example of that. Right. I don't think the Bruins would have really accepted it to be honest with you. I think the way like hockey players, they're a certain breed. I don't think they would have taken it and said like, sure. Thanks for my championship. And even if they did accept it or had to accept it, I don't think anybody on that team would have walked around acknowledging that they were a Stanley Cup champion for that year. I don't. I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to say that and actually believe it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with that. So this expanded format, it's it's super interesting. Um, I kind of dig it. So it's a 16-team, 8-series qualifying or play-in round, if you will, um, with a seeding round robin amongst the top four teams in each conference. Mm-hmm. So what that means is there's eight series, 16 teams, uh, eight from each conference that are going to do a, from what I read up, a best of five play-in series. And the top four teams in each conference essentially get a bye, but they're going to play each other round robin to seed themselves because they obviously can't just say you were in first place when there's different amounts of games played, so on and so forth. Right. So that's and, step one. And one thing on top of that, too, is that round robin is so important because the eight teams that don't make it from there are now in phase two of the draft selection process. The seven teams that are already out are already in the phase one. So I think the way that they're going to be determining that, because the draft is on June 26. Remember, the playoffs start... Um, I think I read on June 12th. Um, so okay. we're going to have a draft momentarily. And um, it's basically going to deter- you're going to have your 15 selections determined on three to six drawings uh, over two phases. So um, those those losers are going to, you know, essentially be thrown into the mix for for the draft. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out even, you know, just I, I guess it's because of the timing. You know, typically we're used to the season right. being at an end and a conclusion, and then you have some time off, and then before you forget about it, now hockey's back, you got the draft, and it's keeping everything flowing. This is just, you know, there's always yeah, going to be yeah, something we're, happening. We're it's going to be great, you know. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Obviously, it's coming back. We miss it, but 
Um, you know, in regards to the later stages of the playoffs, I really haven't looked too much into it. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. I don't even, I, I hate to say this, but I don't care if it's. Don't say it. I'm about to say it myself. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if it's the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Florida Panthers. I want to watch it. I mean, this is. Yeah, I don't, I'm not overly worried about how I, Mike, I'm happy that there's sports. Uh, I don't think there was ever going to be a perfect way to put this together. There's always going to be, you know, somebody or something that we're not because it's just how it is. You're going to somebody's going to be upset about it. So you do your best to please the masses. At the end of the day, give me the sports and keep everyone healthy. After that, I don't care. Now, it's it's interesting that um, that you say that because. That's kind of been like so the way they're doing this under a keep people healthy thing is that each conference is going to be assigned what they consider a hub city that the entire conference play will be played in one spot for each conference. And then the two teams that win will meet up and deal it out for the, for the cup. And I don't know if they've chosen them yet from everything I read today, they have not, but your options for hub cities are Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Vegas, LA, Minneapolis slash St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, or Vancouver. I'm going to guess it's probably not going to be Minneapolis. Just a, just an assumption. I'll, I'll lop off Chicago for you while we're at it, though. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I think if you're, if, if I'm the NHL, that's, I'm going Toronto and Edmonton. That's another, that's another situation because as we're recording this and they haven't had it finalized, you have to look at, you know, what's currently happening, um, you know, with the protests and, you know, of course, a lot of the cities that are, you know, we're about, what, two weeks from the proposed start for the playoffs, not even. And we have curfews right now, you know, so it's right. some of these cities are just probably just going to be written off. Um, you got to think of the yeah, logistics. Be inside in an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, you got to think of the logistics. <laughs> well, it's not like people are going to be attending the games. You got to remember that. But um, uh, it's just, it, it's a, it's a, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch play There's out. There's a lot of moving pieces. A lot of moving pieces, a lot, lot of logistics. And on top of that, Gary Bettman, you know, had made mention that, um, you know, you need to make sure you have training facilities available too. You know, he talked about uh, hotel availability uh, near the arena, um, having the transportation, you know, established and, um, you know, making sure that they're mitigating, you know, what they can do uh, as much as they can to keep the players from, of course, contracting anything and, and spreading it, which is obviously a, a worst case. Um, but I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. But I think they're, getting the right steps in line right now by, uh, you know, decreasing the amount of personnel involved and, you know. Do you think Batman's talking to Dana White at all? About, about going to his private island for fights? No, I don't mean like that, but just obviously there's been one sport that has been producing yeah. on some level throughout this entire thing. So the man's got to have some information about how to get it done. Well, and the fun part about that is, if you've watched any of the UFC fights that have happened over the entire time that the world has been locked down, the one thing that's super cool about it is you hear everything. Like yeah. every single one of those shots sounds 10 times harder in an empty arena. You imagine how much fun empty arena professional hockey is going to be. Let me tell I mean, you, we've all crispy. probably at one point It's going to sound crispy. Just to, and I, I know, AFL, I know you guys are going to give me flack for this, but let's be real. The first sport to really come back and, and hit the TV was the Bundesliga, the German Football League. I watched the games, and let me just say, you, 
You spelled KBO wrong. I'm not going to have this argument with you again. So let me just say Korean baseball. Anyway, I was watching. Uh, I was watching the game, and and yeah, to your point, it's 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 like a whole different way to watch it. I mean, you're you're literally listening to guys screaming the things that you yell, you know, when you're playing at Salem Sports Park or or something, and you're just like, you know, you're yelling out like "give and go, give and go," or you know, you're you hear the players yelling at each other, and you hear the, this dynamic that you've never heard before, and you know, football. You know, for as much as it's innovated, um, you know, hot micing players up. I know they do that sometimes with hockey, but uh, I mean, you really don't need to worry about that now. And the other flip side of that is, you know, what are all the fans going to do? You know, how are the players going to know how to shoot without, uh, you know, 18, 18 dads in the in the in the in the section by the by the net just screaming shoot the entire well, game? The question in your in your soccer league: Do they still do the shirtless knee slides because right, no one's know, there, I knew, or they just, I knew, I knew, or do they just fall better. over like they better. got shot in the ankle? I knew that's actually and take a that's actually a legit question. I want an answer. It wasn't a legit question do, though because you made the comment about not who do you celebrate for? Right. Are you doing that or are you just with your team? It, so I mean, I'm always going to make fun of you, but it was a real when question. they uh, when they did celebrate. That I mean, it is a good question. When they did celebrate, it was a very. Uh, weird things yeah, they, they just they you know they, they scored um and of course it was soccer so there was a goal that actually i think it was lewandowski scored that came back um so they disallowed the goal and it was just it was very confusing to watch that sequence because they scored they celebrated um and then it went and i think it went to um var and then they took a look at it and just determined that hey this isn't going to be a goal and they took it back so to watch that play out on TV was very interesting sans the fans screaming. We have the, the players that are, you know, they're running up to each other, high-fiving. You know, it's not, I think without that crowd, no, there really isn't, you know, who's, you're going to Because I think scream. NHL celebrations are going to look almost exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. The NHL, you score a goal, you meet in the corner, you hug it out, you skate by your bench, pound it, and it's gone. Exactly. I don't think that'll change at all, but I am looking forward to hearing them talk. And I think we're, we were going that way anyways because the XFL started jamming mics on the sideline and stuff, and I think that was a first step going after it. And then a couple weeks ago, we just watched a match. And I don't know about you, but I hate watching golf. That was gold live television, being able to listen to Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, <laughs> Tiger Woods, and Mickelson yapping at each other. That, to me, as an athlete at least, and I don't know if – I can't speak for, uh, and I'm not degrading anything or being negative, a fan that has never played a sport before, but you're still a fan of sports. I don't know if they might react to that the same way, but I know playing sports and stuff, that those conversations were absolute gold pieces to me. At one point, I wanted the announcers to stop talking because I did not care what they had to say. I wanted to hear those people talk. And I would have dealt with silence in between if it meant I was just hearing the interworkings of the sport going on. Yeah, I mean, we we can talk about that from, you know, the playing athletics, our entire life standpoint. Like, some of the best parts of sports are the conversation that happened without anybody really knowing that's going on. Like, yeah. on the bench, on the sideline. I mean, even even yeah, during you know play, the... like, I mean, you know, be it football, be it baseball. I mean, you know, Taylor, me and you have played enough of those together that, like, you know, there's communication going on all the time. And... Yeah. Well, think about what Weeper just said. When you're micing players up, so we watch football on Sunday, and then on Wednesday you're watching Turning Point, and now all of a sudden I'm hearing everything that was going on in the sidelines leading up to that, or Kobe Bryant talking to somebody on the bench, and they, you know, that's a 
that's a detail special on ESPN all of a sudden six days later. Imagine if I got that on like during it, right then and there. That's some that's gold TV to me. I just want to hear yeah, it's, the hockey player that sounds like Shorzy chirping people all day. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those clips are great too. Yeah, I'd say uh, I was just about to say a couple hecklers, but their uh, their teams didn't get in the playoffs. So uh, sorry, Toronto. <laughs> Mm. Oh. Uh, I had a couple names, but they didn't get in there. So uh, whatever. What are you gonna do? So back Sucks to suck. Back to this NHL playoff picture that you know the teams that didn't make it suck and aren't in <coughs> Sabers. <coughs> um, so after the qualifying play-in and the seeding round robin, it goes to the actual uh, conference playoffs. Now for the series. Any series is going to be played with postseason NHL overtime rules. Uh, the seeding games, so the round robin stuff, is going to be with regular season overtime rules, meaning you're going to see shootouts that directly impact standings if it goes to overtime. Um, and then at the end of that, anything standings that are tied will go to regular season point percentage, which, whatever, if we get there, we get there. They had to break a tie somehow, right? So mm-hmm. everything after that is going to be a series and they haven't determined if that first round is going to be best of seven or best of five yet, but the conference semis and the cup will be seven. Like it always is always has been. Um, and that's, I, I think that's uh, I think that's a smart way to do it. I actually wouldn't even mind a five game series in that, you know, that quarterfinal round. Um, just to, I don't know, speed it up a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, here's, here's, here's one thing you got to take into consideration, though. These games, unequivocally, are not going to be played in like they have been played. We're not going to have the fans. You're not going to have concessions. You're going to have a loss of revenue. Um, Forbes said that, uh, hold on, I got to scan and see where it, you know, NHL teams, it says uh, home games, approximately they're, they're out to lose $1.5 to $3 million per game. Um, so most of the, the income is actually going to be from the broadcasters are going to be sponsoring this. Right. And, um, you know, I was scrolling around on Twitter the other day and, you know, it's it's yeah, very... Because the world's yearning for sports. So TV networks is where you're going to get your uh, money from. That's the only place to get it right And now. it's like most of the sports you see, they're covered over three channels. Like you can watch the same game over like three networks because it's like there's there's literally nothing. I mean, how many more infomercials of the Magic Bullet can you watch? I mean, at some point we're going to need sports. I don't know. I, I already bought mine. I want. They got I me know again. What happened on the slap chop? Uh, <laughs> Isn't no, he got dead? arrested for prostitution? Huh. We lock you in a dumpster. <laughs> got out. Get on topic. Well, but yeah, well, welcome mean, to the podcast. <laughs> no, these. It's just. It's going to be interesting to see how this how this whole thing rolls out because it's like let's be real. I mean, they're, the players aren't going to want to take a pay cut. I mean, I don't know if that's even going to be a, a, a thing. I mean, they signed a contract stipulating what they're going to be making. Um, I know there was a couple NBA players that were talking about, you know, wanting not wanting to take the risk uh, with not making as much money as they would have made. I mean, you know, I, I kind of side with the athletes. I mean, if you have a skill level, a skill set, I mean, it's not up to you. I mean, the, the team should have insurance for now, I- situations like this when team when, when seasons don't get completed for whatever reason. On this specific topic, um, I know there's, like, because the big talk right now is the Major League Baseball season with this. You're an NHL player. You're an NHL team in a franchise. You played, what, 90% of your season? 
And now, like, with the hmm. exception of the seven teams that aren't making any type of postseason appearance, you're going to sit there and say, like, we're not going to pay you for the... I mean, how many games did they did they did each team realistically miss? Ooh, that's 10, a great question. 10, 15 um, tops out of what an eighty-two game season. I, I think it's a little bit more than that Is because it? remember, I mean, it stopped on hockey stopped on March eleventh. Right. No games were played on the twelfth. The last games conclude on the eleventh. The season goes all the way to the fourth. I mean, teams could have at least two games a week, but on you know they could have three, four. I mean, if you've played fantasy hockey, you have the right, right guy playing four matchups a week. I mean, that's great. So, I mean, to say fifteen, uh, I mean, I th- I obviously think, we're just throwing. I think twenty would be a good benchmark to say around because if you think it's like, yeah, I mean, realistically, it's. I it's guess. Yeah, I, I guess the point is that. a lot can happen in hockey in those twenty games. Right. My my point being, from a monetary standpoint, you played most of your games. Are you really going to try to backtrack and say we're not going to pay you for those twenty games not played when? Yeah, if you're if seven, you're the Bagul, you yeah, probably especially will. when there's more when there's more teams going to make the said playoffs and play games, there's still a lot of hockey going to be played theoretically. Right. So really, the monetary side of it shouldn't affect the NHL at all, especially because they're going to have a playoff system. And now you know the NBA. Oh, we don't. You know. Is is it worth well, getting the NBA, hurt again? Yeah, the NBA because of the way they're how they're bringing teams back. Uh, the people that are griping about coming back are the ones that don't have a shot to actually play for the title yet. They're bringing them back anyways. That gripe I can understand. The comment came oh, yeah. from Damian Lillard, who didn't want to come back, and essentially he's got to show up to play toilet bowl games and go right. home, so that somebody else can figure out a seating going into the playoffs. That I support 110%. If you're not giving me a shot to go for it, leave me at yeah. home. So, uh, yeah, if I'm Damian Lillard and you tell me i got to show up and play four games, then I'm almost virtually guaranteed to not play, and that's pretty much what he is looking at, is there's no way he's going to be in the final dance to make it to a championship. I'm not, why, why would I show up and subject myself to... I mean, not even injury, but the corona itself and all. It's just I, that I can understand. And these dudes have been sitting around. Now, I know they all train, but nobody's in game shape, and they're just going to show up and play right. all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a blown out knee waiting to happen for a superstar. I understand his gripe. Yeah. Spot right on with that. And the other thing, too, is um, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, the teams are still working out. It's like, let me tell you something uh, a, Zoom, a Zoom workout is not a workout. You know, it's just not, yeah. you're not going to get There's, the same. Everybody knows game shape is different than being in shape. You can be in shape all you want to, but, I mean, you you come off the bench or out of nowhere and you've been in your own shape and you're playing in the first quarter. Or I'm sure, Weeper, you know, you don't play a soccer game for two months and you go step on the field. You probably feel like a mess after two minutes. Oh, yeah, same with running. Yeah. Yeah, and, sure? and I mean, and I mean oh, and unless, we're, and oh, unless we're talking about one of these, like, top end, you know, probably top – 10% of people who have, you know, those big time money contracts, you know, not everybody's, you know, got their own basketball court in their house. Like some of these guys do, you know, you're, I got two, like a PlayStation and an Xbox. That's a couple of TVs. a fire pit in that backyard. I've seen it. Heard. I mean, we're talking about being impressed by a guy that we know that's got a full blown wiffle ball field in his backyard. But like, yeah, we were yeah. drooling over that. Guys got land. Oh my god, a lot of green out there, boys. <laughs> but yeah, so 
It's like Rube Baker. It's the biggest patch of grass I've ever seen. Like, so for these guys that are coming back into into the end of a season, like I, I don't see the idea of oh, I uh, we're we're going to give you a pay cut for missing the last part of a season or whatever it may be. Again, the MLB's got a completely different you know stance here because they're talking about cutting their season almost in half, and yeah, they're in trouble. You know, do do I want to pay these guys? You know their full salary for half a season. No, but you know, now they're talking about the original agreement is not good enough. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But, uh, yeah, we're going to have to come back for that one because after what happened today, I am officially worried about the sport uh-huh. of baseball. So now looking at the playoff picture itself in the East, the Bruins, the lightning, the capitals and the flyers get the buy. The pens are playing the Canadians. The Hurricanes are playing the Rangers. The Islanders are playing the Panthers. And the Leafs are playing the Blue Jackets in the play-in. Oof. That's a lot of hockey. I mean, it is a lot of hockey. And I feel out of touch at this point to know what I feel good and don't feel Uh, good about. Which is kind of crazy, but at the same time, it makes me very excited to watch it. Because I think... I mean, it's almost like hitting a reset button. At that rate, I, I don't... You can look at rosters and feel good about what's on paper, but there's always going to be something to be said about playing games, and I think it's going to be extremely interesting to see how teams come out of the gate after hanging out and doing nothing. So as far as I'm concerned, again, you can put a favorite on paper, but I don't think there's a real favorite to even talk about in general because who knows what's going on. Yeah, and trying to read up on who's coming back from injuries, you know, pitchers that you weren't looking at before. And now that everything's been extended out, you've got players that were written off for not only the regular season, but the playoffs. I mean, I'm curious to know, are there any players that were on long-term, you know, injury and all of a sudden now they're cleared to play because we, will we have had the playoffs even? I mean, we'd be the Stanley right. Cup at this point. Maybe straight rehabbing for three months now. <laughs> uh, it's good. I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. And, and do we have any teams that uh, any players have had any issues in this pause that we've had that are going to come back and they're going to have an issue with. Right. You know, it's going to be interesting to see some of these, um, these teams that maybe not have had a shot, like just coming out of the gate, just. Yeah. That's the best part about it is I think, I think everyone's in the mix because of this. I don't think there's anybody who's got a, a, a distinct advantage due to like outside factors. We're going to walk in with your roster. And again, you can rank your paper however you want to, but uh, I I don't I don't see how anybody has an advantage going into this, considering everyone has been quote unquote stuck at home. So uh, we're gonna I think we're gonna come out with a level playing field, and we might might be fun to watch just because you're gonna see who wants it more. You know, we could see a blue collar team like the Canadians at 500 come out and surprise everybody for no reason because I don't know about that. They, you know, well, again, but if a team, you never know, like, things, events can galvanize a team. Who knows who this event maybe did that for? I have no idea. So a a Cinderella story could just emerge because of this. And that's going to be, to me, the most fun part about this whole process is it's a whole new season to me. I, as far as I'm, I don't remember the hockey season. I really don't. This is a brand new season. And it's like turning NHL 94 on, and I just want to play the playoffs. Hit me. Yeah. Give me the cup series. Let's do it. 
Yeah, I think one of the things that you're going to see start to separate this, and I mean, th- this to me, like looking at it again, this to me looks like a tournament. I mean, th- this looks like you're going for a week-long yeah. tournament somewhere where you're going and banging it out for, you know, for a right to play for a national championship somehow. And I, this is going to come down to who was doing the work when you didn't have to be doing work. Who's just a flat-out more talented player and how many of them you have? Who's got more grit and who's better coached? Because how many, how many of these teams, you yeah, know, I like, you could be looking at a scenario here where, you know, you've essentially had a three-month off-season to watch tape and learn what your team does well and what your team needs to work on. And you could have a guy who's a good coach look at that and say, damn it, I didn't see this during the year, but now I get a shot to take the same group of dudes with no change aside from maybe getting someone back and do it better than we were doing it. Yeah, that's my my favorite point of that is who was doing the work. Like, who who was grinding away with the doors closed and no one paying attention? Because, I mean, I'm sure a bunch of players thought that the season was over entirely and this wasn't going to happen. So they're probably going to be people that get caught with their pants down that gain 20 pounds doing a whole lot of nada. Oh, absolutely. Thinking they had an extended off season. So that's a great point. Absolutely. Who's, who's putting in work behind everyone's back right now. Who's, who's our beloved, well, who's going to, who's our beloved Buffalo bills just currently knocking it out <laughs> down in Florida right now. Oh, I don't mean man. to get, I know, I don't mean to get off topic. I know we're talking about the Buffalo Sabres, but can we get excited about yeah. the bills, man? I've been excited. Just, I've been excited about uh-oh. the bills for a year. I've been excited about this team Absolutely. for a year. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I had a, that's a whole that's a whole another episode too because there's more going on with that coming back with bills updates and magic i'm all I'm about excited. it sorry i didn't mean to throw oh, you, top. you're I good just, man listen there's, all, there's jo- always saw, a place for you i saw my joshy poo being a leader i'm a proud uncle you know what i'm saying like i'm not we're the i gotta show them off like what am i what we're am, the king of uh off topic yeah, for sure, sure. so uh um, just just to cover the other side of the conference uh the other side of the league, the Blues, the Avalanche, the Golden Knights, and the Stars get the bye. The Oilers are playing the Blackhawks. The Preds are playing the Coyotes. The Canucks are playing the Wild, and the Flames are playing the Jets. Uh, Forbes had it listed that uh, Sportsbook via Vegas has Tampa and Boston as the two most favored teams to win the whole thing. Uh, Taylor got ahead of me a little bit there saying that, you know, I mean, it's it's a new season. It's a fresh start. Um, I You can be the favorite on paper, but that doesn't mean much. Well, think about last year. We filled out those hockey brackets, and I was riding Tampa high, and they were, and they got blown up. So even with a full season that rolls right into the playoffs, it's a whole new season. And all playoffs in general have that feeling, but I think hockey among every sport legitimately is a brand new season come playoffs. I think in this sport specifically, it is a whole, like because football playoffs are great, but it's one and done. And something about the grind of a series can every team, if you make the dance, you legitimately have a shot no matter where you're at. And that's something to be said, I think, for this sport. So regardless of the lay the bye, playoffs in hockey are something different. Absolutely. More so than any other sport, in my opinion. And they're one of the they've got something special going with the playoffs. Football playoffs are fun, especially when the Bills are involved. But I am here for playoff hockey every year. And that's regardless. I mean, of the, the Blues won last year. Somebody, somebody, tell me who thought who thought the Blues won outside of St. Louis. Get out of here! That was crazy. 
So it's it's going to be just as fun to watch it if it happens. Hopefully it happens this year with or without fans. It's going to be just as fun because it's hockey, and I think that we're going to get away with it because it is hockey. I agree. I'm, uh, I, I'm, like I said, um, I'm just so excited it's coming back. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, I just with can't you. hide it. I, it's, you know, I, I'm sure most of the stuff will clear and and uh, work itself out as the games go on. But I really feel that uh, the NHL is going to get this right. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you, you know, in, in my 33 years on this planet, I've watched the ball get dropped sometimes from. Um, uh, from the commissioner, Batman? from Gary Batman, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he's got. I think he took enough time. I think he consulted the right people. I think um, you know. I we, we were talking about obviously with Dana White and making that, but I, I, I'm pretty sure you know these commissioners are getting together. I think from he was the talking NBA. to Silver too from the NBA because yeah, I, yeah they were definitely having a conversation. Yeah, because the NBA is because right, right behind, behind him. him, the NBA yep. comes out with the same exact thing, yep. and they're talking about a tournament in Orlando. Mm. Turn the TV on. I'm watching basketball for the first time ever. Bring it to me. Another great idea. Put a tournament a down there. Party. You can watch it every day. We got, what is party. we got our Buffalo Braves back. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's gonna. It's definitely well, and, gonna be exciting. Silver. I think Silver is a great commissioner, and like I said, I assume they were talking because their plans are very, very similar. So, yeah, uh, I, I have to believe these people were having the right conversations with the right people, and I, I, I don't think anyone, regardless of how bad people wanted to play in this, in this certain situation, I don't think anyone was in a rush to get it wrong because there's not a lot of room for error here. So I have to believe that they took the time to make this as good as possible and as smart as possible. I just realized... So it looks good on paper. Yeah. I just realized when this playoff starts... Uh... Where I live currently in New England is absolutely shit for food. Um, I uh, I spent an uncanny amount of money to have Picasso's shipped out here from Buffalo. <laughs> How'd that go for you? Awesome! How'd it was the first round go for you. I did it three times already. Don't worry about mind your business. Mind your business. All right. Let me tell you something. Picasso's pizza slaps even in the mail. It's still they dude. They put it in a. They put it in with packs. They cook the pizza and then they, they put it in a little Ziploc bag after they freeze it. And then they, you know, they cut the air off. They put a couple of cold packs in there. They put it on top of an insulate or in an insulating bag rather. And then they put it in a box. But, you know, by the time I think it's, I think I, I wasn't going to pay another $20 for extra. No, give me the, shipping. give me the total. I want to know. Give me the total. What'd you get? How much was it? You bougie <laughs> bastard. I don't know. Maybe I spent 70, 80 bucks on two large ones. It's not bad, actually, if you think about it. That's what it costs to get it delivered here. Picasso's is so <laughs> damn expensive. Exactly. I mean, that's the same thing. By the time I tip, too large tip, is tip 80 included. bucks here. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. But, yeah, no, I just, now I'm now that we're talking about the playoffs and it's actually coming to fruition, it's like, whoa, I got to I gotta have my stuff set up. You know what I'm saying? I got to have, yeah, I got my blue lights Maybe downstairs. Maybe we will have a watch so, party. I think we will. I missed yeah, that lunch. I'm there. I'm it. in. Any, uh. We're uh, we're just about wrapping up here, boys. We're hitting the forty minute mark. So uh, I would weepskis weepskis hit me hit me with the last thoughts, buddy. Closing thoughts, final final ideas. What do you got? I would be very upset if I didn't just chip this in real quick. <laughs> All right, what are we doing with the remainder of the prime years 
of Jack Eichel on the Buffalo Sabres, Kimberly. Forgot, like, do something. He's upset. He wants to leave. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, Helen Keller would deliver this in a better result. Like, I like if you can't manage two professional teams, then don't do it. Sell it to someone else. Give it to your daughter. She's busy putting, you know, 26 prints on, on Gildan shirts and reselling them for four times the face value. I'm sure she got the small business bailout. I'm pissed. Just give me a better product. This is bullshit. Four, sorry for swearing. Four years swear this of Jason Bottle is, is absolutely trash. And then we we keep we get him from Tim Murray. This is what you give us. Oh my God! And those uh, Weeper, yo. Weeper. I, just... I know you've listened to the show numerous times. Uh, we we have a very famous list on this show, and I'm just wondering if you wanted to Put toss her on somebody the list. on there, maybe. Put her on the list. We're giving you, you the it. option to I'm, put her on the she, list. You, put her on the list. Does Kim Pagula go on the suck list? She didn't do right by her employees. Put her on the list. Oh, you put her on the list. Put it on. Put it on the Kim list. Pagula, Kim you're Pagula, you're on the suck you list. Suck. You guys, suck. You guys. And you know what? And, and if she didn't tweet that, the, her vernacular, the, um, you know, maybe we know something a little bit more than the average fan. Like, Excuse oh me? yeah, I didn't Excuse like that me? one either. I didn't like that one either. Sorry, Missy. I, I listen. Mean, my I've lived here for I've lived here and wa- I've watched this team go up and down. I've I've shot the games. I was I was up in the Raptors for the for the 2006, 2007, 2008 playoffs here. Like how awesome was that? And then we've had a slow. I mean, what how how many have we missed? Eight seasons of playoffs in a row. This is gonna be is this gonna be the next Buffalo Bills where it's almost legal enough to or it's almost old enough to buy alcohol? Come, I don't. I don't have the patience for this. I don't have the patience for this, and I don't have the patience for another oh, inept donor, and I don't have the patience for another inept GM. Give me somebody else. Figure it out. Figure it out. I just. I can't. I can't deal with this rebuild nonsense. I can't. Like the Detroit Red Wings are in last last place. I got that. I'm fine with that. I still see great things happening. Steve Eiserman's coming back. We're making moves. We re-signed Jeff Blashill. Okay, whatever. I'll see how that pans out. I'm still excited for next year. And they were in last place. The Buffalo Sabres finished higher than the Red Wings. I don't even want to watch that. I'm just so aggravated at this point. Just get the same yeah, every year. Well, the teams are in a different place. You're absolutely correct. Because after you go from playoff run and playoff run, and then you you know you miss for a couple of years, you can tolerate that when you see light at the end of the tunnel. But I've got so much light shoved up my ass about this end of the tunnel that I don't buy it anymore. Yeah. So, yes. I can totally understand why you're still okay with the Red Wings being in dead last place because they haven't been doing it for 10 years straight. So it's a different right, argument let's, over there. Let's, I can rationalize Let's calm that. down. Let's calm down. We want to. I was talking about us. You calm oh. down. <laughs> Sorry. Miss... You're always so defensive. That's that soccer thing. You just took a dive on the, on the sure, air. You feel sure good did. about that? That's a flop and a half. <laughs> LeBron's proud. Red Josh, card. If you don't, Red if you don't edit this out, I, I swear to God, I'll come back home. Uh, yeah, I'm. Yo, yeah, great. I'm not, Do I'm us not a favor. Now. Come home. <laughs> I miss Buffalo food so much. Give, I'll be home at the end of the month. Give though. the people what they want. Taylor, anything else for the good of your order here? Uh, he took the words out of my mouth. That's uh, we got to suck this God. from Weepert, and I can't agree really more. I mean, obviously, I love everything we're doing with the Bills, but. Something going on over there. Something needs to change. And I will make the comment about that tweet, the vernacular. I agree. My pompous ass would have felt the same exact way. Like, obviously, I know something you don't. I'm on the inside. But I would have never said that out loud or certainly how she conveyed it. That's terrible. It was, it, to me, it was childish and immature. So it wasn't a good look for somebody who's already in the dumpster. And I know 
it's got to be hard to be berated by the public all the time, so you kind of want to lash out. But that's the position you're in, lady, so shut the fuck up and fix Seriously. it. Seriously. <laughs> like, that's... You're a multimillionaire. You own two sports teams. I don't care if you don't like my opinion. Listen, Shut your you mouth. You could be a multimillionaire, it. and I don't ever want to hear from you. But you own sports teams. You're in the public view. You're subject to the public's opinion. We are the public. You're on the suck list. We're getting shirts made. Hashtag put it on the list. Suck list 2020. We're doing it. Last last bit for me. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, be sure to check out the BICBP Radio Network. Check out all the great podcasts on that site. Hats, Tats, and Stats is always brought to you by Stinger Sports Gear, www.stingerwoodbats.com, and the Wild Oak Beard Company. Go get it. Check it out. We got cool stuff. And that's all I got to say about that. Kim Pagula, you're on the suck list. Eat it.